welcome to the Grown Up Girls Report podcast. My name is Alex Merton-McCann and it's lovely to have you on board. Now, if you're a first time listener to the podcast, let me tell you a little bit about how we work. So the Grown Up Girls Report podcast is really geared towards women who are in the thick of their lives. So probably juggling parenting, juggling aging parents, trying to get food on the table regularly, um, women that like to keep up to date with what's going on in the world of, of beauty and well-being, and, and we try and do that with a regular beauty chat episode. We also have a book club, which is just one of my favourite things to do, actually. And uh, when things are going according to plan, we normally do a book every two weeks. And uh, there was a recent hiatus because uh, my family life got a little bit out of control, but back on track now. And pleased to announce we'll actually be having our first book club episode next week. And I will be doing a great book by Aussie journalist, Laura Bloom, The Women and the Girls. Um, so I'm really looking forward to sharing that one with you. That was just a great read actually. So, so the podcast is multifaceted. It's aimed at just making our lives as women when we're running really hard, just that little bit easier. But if you're a bloke and you're listening, don't go away. Blokes are very, very welcome, but it will be very much a female dominated um, dialogue. So um, all the best with that. Today's episode, I thought we should cover off something that I think most of us would have experienced over the last, let's talk 18 months. And that is what we're going to call lockdown blues. Yes, the byproduct of living with COVID, these lockdowns, which we have all gone through, um, obviously where I, I'm with my accent, you can tell I'm Australian. And uh, at the moment in Sydney, we are just at the end of a two week uh, period of lockdown, which has been extended by another week. But unfortunately, cases with this new Delta strain um, are surging. That's a dramatic word. I really don't want to be sensational, uh, are increasing at quite a rapid rate. Let's go with that, which a lot of experts think that we will be, that lockdown will be increased. So lockdown is a really tough one. And I think back to 2020 when our friends in Melbourne had 112 days in lockdown and they actually had more lockdowns than just that one significant one. They did it really, really tough. And I know around the world, like in the UK, for example, they've had three big lockdowns. So we are not alone in going through this. And, and part of me does feel a little bit guilty for, for whinging and moaning when really I've only had two weeks. But it is a topic that is relevant to all of us. And I just wanted to cover it off because whether you've got a house full of, you know, kids or parents or they're living by yourself, being locked down is really, really tough. So I think the first thing that we all go through when, you know, the lockdowns are announced, well, actually, the first thing I went through when the lockdown was announced last year in Sydney, I was quite excited. It was like a new adventure. I worked out the YouTube channel, dance videos. I was going to dance classes. I was going to do on a regular basis. I had some projects. I was going to declutter the house. I was full of enthusiasm. In fact, I had actually bought a new fresh notebook to write down all of my projects. And in all honesty, I didn't really get through a lot of them because what happened was I hit the wall. I ran out of puff. I ran out of steam. And I think, to be honest, having gone into the second lockdown here in Sydney, I hit the wall even sooner. I think a lot of us are going through, perhaps this time round, uh, lockdown fatigue. You know, perhaps initially it was a novelty. Then we did hit the wall and we, you know, somehow bumbled through. But 
another lockdown, I just don't seem to be able to bring the same level of enthusiasm for all of my my home-oriented projects that I did last time. And I think there's a couple of different reasons for that. Chatting to my brain's trust over the last few days, my tribe of much-loved girlfriends, I think a lot of us feel that you know, we just don't have any control. And I know that sounds really obvious, but often if there's a problem and you, you might be like this, if you're, you know, a mom and you've got a whole lot of kids and you juggle work and everything, problems are inevitable. In fact, I actually think we go from one problem to the next. It's just how we choose to deal with it. But often I find that when a problem arises, yes, I might feel a bit overwhelmed and a bit, a bit troubled by it. But then if I actually put a plan into place and think, okay, well, you know, if I action X, Y, Z, and if I ring that person and maybe have a coffee with them or make an appointment to see that doctor, well, then the problem is probably going to be solved. And I I get such a comfort from that. But this is quite different because all we can really do at the moment to make any difference at all is actually be vaccinated and stay home. And yet that doesn't really feel like we're really affecting the outcome. So it's a really, really tricky one. The other reason why I think it feels really tough is the uncertainty of it. So at the moment we've had lockdown extended by another week. So we've got another another week of lockdown. Chances are it's going to increase further. And as I was saying yesterday to a couple of my girlfriends, if perhaps we had just been told, you know what, we've got four weeks of lockdown, perhaps I could have got my head around it a little bit more easily. We have got going in the mix an 18th birthday party. I actually turned 50 in October and I'm just hoping like heck that um, things are calmed down by then, but I'm going to have to cancel my son's 18th birthday party, which is really devastating. I've got a couple of other big family type gatherings coming up and a couple of friends' 50ths that keep getting postponed and, and delayed. And, you know, we just want life to return to normal. But I suppose if we had more certainty, it might be easier, but we are dealing with COVID. So I think Acknowledging that it's a little bit crap, it's a little bit shit, is actually okay. And it's interesting because if I look at some of my closest friends, some who I would regard as being really mentally robust, who've dealt with a whole lot of stuff in their life, a a, a, a lot of trauma and a lot of issues, they're finding this really, really hard, much harder than last time. And I think it's for those reasons we outlined. We just we just don't know what's happening. We've got no control and we are a bit tired of this. So I think saying it's a bit crap is actually okay. And actually talking about it's really important. Really just acknowledging that is really important. So these friends of mine who I consider to be very mentally robust are finding it really tough. And I have too. I'll be honest, I had a couple of really tricky days last week or I really, really struggled with it. But I think acknowledging it, Talking about it with your friends is half the battle because it is crap and we don't know when it's going to be over, but we just need to try and keep our head high. But I even found late last week that even, you know, the big task of getting out of my very comfort target dressing gown into my very comfortable activewear seemed impossible. And that was because my energy was low. I was feeling really overwhelmed by it and really down about the whole thing. So I talked with a very close girlfriend yesterday and we decided that what we were going to do is we're going to become each other's accountability partners because we both discussed that we really know that when you move, when you have an action plan, you have a project, you do feel a lot better, but it's just so much harder to bring it this time. So we agreed that every day we would check in with each other and report back 
on our action over the last, over the previous 24 hours. A little bit like, you know, a little bit like a Weight Watchers scenario. It's one of the reasons I'm such a fan of Weight Watchers is because there's accountability. You've got to show up, you've got to, you know, explain what you've been doing, what you've been eating or what you need to stop eating. So I have got that underway with a friend of mine and I'm feel quite invigorated by that actually. So um, in fact, I have to have the check-in in an hour's time. So um, I'm hoping that doing this podcast will uh, will tick that action box for me. So that has been really helpful for me. And I know we all know what we need to do to make ourselves feel better. So I don't want this podcast to be a lecture or to me or, or, or to be me sounding self-righteous like I've got all the answers because look, you know what, no one has all the answers. This podcast is just all about me telling you that lockdown is crap. It is very normal to be feeling very down and very blue about it. And, you know, that is okay. Talk about it, own it, sit with it, because I think that's really important as well. But I also just want to remind you, and I'm doing this for my own sake, just as much as everyone's, that getting some action, having a bit of a plan is how we can manage our mental health during this time. But I just do want to caveat this with, if you are feeling really, really low, and I think a lot of us know what that point is then please reach out and get some professional help. As you would probably be aware, um, psychologists are available via telehealth during lockdown. Your GP can actually give you a referral to a psychologist. There are also quite a few helplines you can ring if this is just all getting too much and you really need to speak to someone who is objective and perhaps removed from, from your immediate situation. Beyond Blue is a great place to start. Um, you can also check out um, online sites like Black, the Black Dog Institute have a great online presence. There is also Headspace, which is great for, for younger people, Kids Helpline. Um, there is also a Men's Line Australia, which is actually quite a good resource for blokes if you've got a bloke in your life who's, who's struggling. So there are services you can call call on. And I really want to emphasize that if you need help, please put up your hand and it will be there for you because it is very important that we are proactive about our mental health because it is just as important as our physical health. So I'm just going to run you through just for my sake, as much as yours, like I said before, a couple of things that I think would be really helpful to get rid of the funk, to get rid of these, these lockdown blues, which a lot of us I know are in the thick of. Now, the first thing, and it seems, of course, very obvious, but just stay in contact with your people. Now, restrictions have been tightened up again here in New South Wales, so you can actually walk with one other person who is not from your household, although I know a lot of people aren't really even comfortable with that with the Delta strain. So obviously, personal choice here, it's all about what you're comfortable with. But if you can't get out and walk with a pal, you know, and that's obviously within 10 kilometres from your home, ring them up. Remember back in the 80s and 90s, it was all about the phone call. We need to bring bring it back. Let's go old school. And I actually have set a goal of actually calling someone every day, just having a conversation with someone apart from my multiple family members every day, just to break it up. Um, and in my case, it'll usually be a, a beautiful female, a female friend. Uh, the other thing to do is a bit of FaceTime so lovely to see a fresh face after being locked up with all your family members for two weeks now. So get a fresh face, um, even do a bit of Skyping. The other thing you could do is you could have a bit of a Netflix party. So you could actually watch a Netflix show in conjunction with um, a friend. And there is a way of, there is an app, there is a way of doing that. 
But if you just set yourself the goal and keep it really simple, set yourself the goal of calling someone or FaceTiming someone every day, that will actually make you feel a lot better. And if you're feeling really, really down in the funk, you probably don't, you're probably going, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to ring them. But you know what? I promise you will feel so much better if you do. The other thing which I am definitely going to do starting today is actually just get a little bit of private space away from my uh, my beautiful family members who I adore. And there's no question that we don't adore our lovely family members, but a little bit of time away. Mm, yes, very, very helpful. I have found that unintentionally, I have been staying up quite late because I find late at night when everyone's in bed, I can have a little moment. And it's just something I need when we are all spending so much time together. But you might, you know, you might get great space and solitude from going for a walk, even just finding a comfy corner in the room and putting your headphones on. And actually, you don't even need to listen to anything. But just so they think that you actually can't be spoken to, it's a great trick I've been using on and off for years. looks like you're very busy. You could pretend you're on a call. You've got a very important call you need to take and go for a walk, whatever. Just get yourself some space because that will make you feel a lot less claustrophobic as well. And look, if there is any time you need to escape mentally away from life, it is now. So if there are books that you have wanted to read, if there are shows that you have wanted to watch that people have recommended, now is the time. Just go for it. Go to town. And if you're looking for some good book inspo, have a little look back through some of our previous episodes. It may even be easier if you pop onto Instagram or even our website and you can see all the books that we've actually covered in our book club. Um, There are some amazing ones there, which you just you know, I I can honestly recommend them so highly. Um, So have a look for some good inspo through there. Or as I said before, we are actually starting back in book club as of next week and I'll keep people up to date on, on Instagram. So get some books out. Nothing better than a great read, a great way to escape. When it comes to watching, now is the time to go all out and actually watch your favorite shows, those shows that people have been telling you you must watch. Whether you never watched Breaking Bad, did you ever watch Mad Men or excuse me, what about Virgin River? There are so many things you can actually dig deep on and binge watch without feeling guilty. And now is the absolute time. And actually following on from that, we are actually going to be having um, quite a regular podcast episode, which we're going to call the Grown Up Girls Report TV. And we are going to be chatting about in every episode, one show, which obviously we, we love or we, we, we think is worth discussing, that, you know, may provide you as well with some inspiration. So I know that um, my lovely friend, Mandy Newman, who is a regular on the podcast, she will be my co-host on the Grown Up Girls Report TV. And um, we will actually be discussing Sex Life. So if you haven't watched Sex Life on Netflix, you can either wait for our review, which will be coming out shortly, or watch the show and then tune in. Um, So there is lots and lots and lots of great TV around Um, and obviously movies, but you know, I'm so much more into TV and, 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 and the prolonged serials at the moment and no guilt. Now is the time to go hell for leather on that. The other thing which I have made a really determined effort to do is just to let things go. I could feel myself getting quite narky and cranky last week. And my poor husband, yeah, he poor thing. He, 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 he's had a few, we've had a few little terse exchanges, but you know, we're back on track now. It's all good. I'm just going to try and plant a smile on my dial. I don't know who used to say that Barney. I don't know the wiggles. I'm not sure I'm going to go with it, but just trying to not just sweat the small stuff and react to 
little comments. I'm just trying to keep it all positive because I know that my kids need that. My my boys, I've got three boys at home um, living through this with us. And the last thing they need is at the moment for, to feel unnecessary negativity. And it's also not great for me or anyone. So I'm trying really hard not to sweat the small stuff and to keep the atmosphere really positive. I'm trying to make it special. We're trying to do something interesting for dinner every night. In fact, I've got one of my boys as the, as his role as chef. So we're choosing recipes together. We're trying to cook different things. That's actually quite fun. I have to say that's actually been so far, probably one of the best parts of lockdown. Uh, we did mango chicken last night and he did a, a tamale. I'm probably not going to say it correctly. Pie the night before He's my 20 year old and he's loving it. And I'm loving the fact I'm sharing this with somebody. So that's actually been quite, quite a highlight. So make it a little bit special. I know um, in the last lockdown, I had some friends that on a Saturday night would dress up with their family and, and have a dress up night or a trivia night and really, really bring it all out. Being honest, I don't think I've got the enthusiasm for that, but I, I love the idea of it. So if that works for you, why not, why not give it a go? Where I really struggled is with the routine. I have found it really hard just to have, just to get any, any real action. Even last week I was, I had big plans of, you know, what I really could have been doing. And I just didn't really do much. So I need to get back into the routine. So that's something else I'm really going to try. Um, and I'm going to try and wake up at 7.30 and, you know, go for a walk, take the vitamins, all of that, all the stuff we know we need to be doing. But this is what I'm going to try and do to get myself out of, you know, further out of my funk, I suppose. And I'm, and again, I'm not lecturing, please do not see this as a lecture. These are just little reminders about things which I think can, can help us all. Again, another basic one, moving. So I was actually quite good the first week of lockdown. I was taking my dog on really big walks, now very naughty puppy, just try and calm him down on really long walks doing, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show off for a bit, 15,000 steps a day. I'm quite impressed with that. Um, last week I didn't, when I was feeling, you know, a bit, a bit, a bit crap, I was lucky to do five or 6,000 steps a day, which is not great. And I know I always feel so much better when I move. It's basic. It's not rocket science. So moving. And I know in lockdown last year, I was reminded this morning that I used to do these great dance classes online on YouTube because dancing is one thing I love to do. And there was a couple that I'm going to, I've gone through my YouTube history and found, and I want to share with you a couple that I really love. So um, there's a great US-based one called The Fitness Marshal. Oh my goodness. They do these. And, it, and he basically just, he, he he dances every um every episode with, he has two other dancers in the back and they just go for it. And you just basically copy the moves and really high energy beats. Oh, really, really love the fitness marshal. Dance 305 is another great one from the US. Love that. Quite good. Some good choreo. Probably um, probably more fitness than dance, but still a great one to put into the mix. And then there's an Aussie one, which I really like. And his um, episodes are about, oh, 11 or 12 minutes. Move with color. And he's great. And he actually teaches you some dance moves. So if you aren't a dancer, but you're thinking, look, Maybe one of my projects could be to get a few moves so that when life gets back to normal, I can pull out some uh, moves on the dance floor. He'd be a really good one to look at because he's also got, um, if you go onto his uh, channel, beginners, media, intermediate, advanced, you can pick your level of class and 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 tuition that you need. He's he's really great. So that could be a really good one to, to start incorporating into your routine. And last but not least, 
I think we need to be a little bit kind to ourselves and know that this is not a normal time. This is very, very surreal. And we really just need to get through it in the best shape that we can. So if it means you need to suspend your, you know, your diet for a bit and you might need to have a bit of chocolate every night or bash out some chocolate brownies now and again, because I also can't stop baking. That's one thing I just, that's what I always do when I'm feeling a little bit funky. Well, then you need to do that. You need to do whatever makes you happy. So work out what puts a smile on your face, what makes you feel good and do that, but move, stay in contact with your friends, get a bit of a routine, find a great book and a great TV show. Halfway through Virgin River season three. I'm really liking it. That could be a good place to start. So be kind to yourself and just know that we're all in this together. So call on your friends, whether it's even just a little text a little message. You can actually do group FaceTime as well, you know, so you could have your little, your, your little, your little girl tribe and you could have a, a connection in, in, in a group call too. So there are definitely things that you can do. I hope that makes you feel a little bit clearer about how to get out of your funk if you are in one. If you are not, I'm very pleased to hear that you're not. But if you know someone that is, some of these ideas might help them just get rid of their blues too. Now, before I go, can I ask you a quick favor? If you are enjoying this program, and I hope that you are, it'd be so great if you could subscribe. Now, that would be in any of your podcast apps, wherever you are. If you hit subscribe, that would be absolutely awesome. And if you have 20 seconds, 30 seconds to leave a bit of a review, that would also be terrific because that's how people find the podcast. And the more people that find the podcast, the uh, the easier it is to continue making this happen. So thank you all so much. Lots of love to you all. We are going to get through this. There is no doubt about it. And I guarantee that five years down the track, we will look back at this period of time and we'll think that perhaps it was a real gift because it gave us an opportunity to slow down, to appreciate simple things, to realize that perhaps we don't need to buy as many clothes as we normally do because our cupboards are full and that the simple things are perhaps the most important. Lots of love to you all and I will see you next week.